Hi, this is Arik and Aurelia, and we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think, but in the end, we leave that up to you. Either way, what we have to talk about is ageless. All right, here we are, having a nice uh, cup of Joe, as they say in the states. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually a cup of bots. A cup of bots. Yes, uh-huh. that's right. So. Uh, I love the bots. Because mm, we have been a little bit out of touch because Arik was traveling and he was mm. in Israel, as maybe many of you know from mm. his Instagram. If not, you know, just subscribe and mm. get like the interesting things of our life. Either mm. way, mm. he brought back bots. Yeah, I love it. It's so amazing. It's like this really, uh, like, it was this. Bots coffee that was in almost every hotel room that I was in. So I was just collecting them. And then when I had like a stain on one of my shirts, I had to go quickly to the the drugstore and get one of these like stain removers, which was also really cool. Like this, they have really cool technology there, like in every industry in Israel. Trust me, mm-hmm. I'm the one who's mm-hmm. always getting stains on all of her dresses and blouses. And I brought some home, and it's these um, little wipes. Wipes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's almost like a wipe. Hand it wipe, but it's for clothes. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And so as I was standing there, uh, the sales clerk was like, Uh, trying to figure out like the price of it and so I was like you know as eyes do in Parker Posey situations and I that's a tribute to the Parker Posey grocery store movie I forget what it's called but it's like how she talked about in this one scene where it's like people come in they think they're they want to buy what they want to buy but they buy what I tell them to buy based on where we place products so true so true but in this case it was very good for me We're like Parker Posey fans, obviously, right? So so my eyes started wondering, and I saw the Bots coffee for sale, like in bulk. I was like, oh my God, Aurelia would love this. Because, you know, we are totally like, you know, love coffee and everything. So it's, uh, as uh, we did a Ageless podcast a year ago about coffee. Oh my God, a year ago, yeah. You know, because we had stopped for so many years Uh and then it's just moving to Italy. It's uh, it's a different culture. But then Mm. being in Israel with the bots and the kosher coffee, which we're accustomed to with Italy and everything. So anyhow, it's amazing. And so then I thought, okay, I'm going to get one for... Aurelia to like bring this home because it's so good because it's it's just the best and then she said you know we have two for one special like you know why don't you just grab another another package so I did and now we have this amazing bots coffee which is awesome and like I always say like when you're drinking coffee uh, make sure your mind is in a good place because you taught me that actually that it has Mm -hmm. a lot of manifestation uh support when yes. you drink coffee so you mm-hmm. really want to make sure like you're in a good space that's why i think so many people drink it in the morning think of their day or some people drink it and read the newspaper then what does that do it's not so good mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no that's true like you should drink your coffee in a good state of mind i drink it like with gratitude and love and appreciation and all these things and it's amazing and yeah i had totally an amazing trip as maybe some of you guys saw if not you know you can follow me on 
Instagram or social media, Facebook, I think. And um, it was really a life-changing, amazing trip. And I'm so happy and excited to say that uh, I want to, I'm in the works of organizing something to share this experience mm -hmm. that I had with others because it's just something that needs to be experienced. Mm -hmm. And just so if you wonder why, you know, Ari could go to Israel and I wouldn't. Well, first of all, it was his solar return. Mm -hmm. And we always try to go to places at the solar return that... I mean, not guarantee, but give a good environment for the coming year, for the stars of the coming year. So the way that that works, can you can you hold the thought just so totally. I can expand mm -hmm. on that? So the way that that works is <clears throat> the solar return chart is also known as the birthday chart. And it's the only chart that you can change. Mm. So you are born... And the, the way the transits are going to hit you unless you relocate, but that's different, you know, yeah. on many different levels because then you change many things. But the solar return chart is the only chart by relocating temporarily, traveling, that you can change and thereby change the, des the, the, destino, the destiny, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, like you said, that's why I want to speak to it, is that it it's not going to guarantee anything because first of all, nothing in life is guaranteed. Mm. But second, what it does do is it's a good form of controlling the transits and progressions and the next 365 days that are coming for that particular individual. Mm. And That's it's a good form of control mm -hmm. is what I think yeah. is really important to say, because um, when everyone was or pretty much everyone was in lockdown, there were two years pretty much or however, depending on where mm. your jurisdiction was, where you could not change your solar return. No, you couldn't change it. You had to really live there. And this has ripples. Yes, it does. So either way, now you know, you know, Saya and I were here and Ark was enjoying his solar return, setting up a good environment for the coming year. Mm -hmm. And because um, that's where the best coordinates were. Yeah, I got very lucky uh -huh. because it seems uh, Israel in general for me is a very auspicious place yes. for me. I'm lucky in this way, like based on my chart. But you know what I learned this year? about solar returns is that not only does it matter the coordinates but also the environment i don't understand that yeah so it's like you could say oh i'm gonna go to bali for my solar return and i'm gonna just be there in like a cardboard box mm -hmm. Oh, because you're thinking But, in the coordinates and that's enough. Yeah. And it's never enough. It's not enough because mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you have the coordinates, but you also have the environment because it kind of, when I'm doing a healing, there's this thing that you work with the pro preceptors where like you kind of stack information in like a computer. So if you are, say you're, wor you're working in a Word document and it auto saves so mm -hmm. you don't lose everything. When I'm doing a healing, as soon as something big is coming in, I auto save it into the the what's called the circuit. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So it's like nothing is getting lost. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Like with Microsoft Word, it's very easy to delete it and then you lose everything and you have to start all over and it really sucks. Yeah. If it's ever happened to anybody, like uh -huh. whether it's drafting, like with text messages, for example, if you, if you close the app or you lose it, you lose the whole draft yeah. before you send it. So it's a good idea if you have to send something important to kind of draft it and then, so anyhow, it works in the same way. Now, when you have your solar return, because it's working with the sun, which is the biggest luminary and astrologically speaking the biggest planet it has a big impact mm -hmm. on you everybody knows what their sun sign is not everybody mm -hmm. knows what their mars sign is mm -hmm. but everyone knows what their sun sign is so it really has a lot of influence mm -hmm. so when the sun returns to the exact degree the exact position where you were when you were born it stacks it in mm -hmm. and that includes your actual terrestrial environment, not just the coordinates of where you are, but also what's known as that third house, that immediate environment. So that third house wow. uh -huh. is then being stacked in all the houses. Is what, it's all you can change, mm -hmm. okay, by the way. All of that is being stacked in. So the, so the health, the, the, the description of your third house, your fourth house, your fifth house, which is, in other words, your neighborhood, your home, uh, your love life, all of these things, it's all being like saved, stacked into circuit for one year. Mm -hmm. Now, if it's a crappy solar return, of course you can work to overcome it, but if you can change it, why wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then that would go back to what you said, well, you know that the environment counts, and then I know this uh, from myself then I wouldn't go to Bali in a box, you know, hopefully. Like, I would maybe go to Bali, but enjoy the culture there and I can explore new things. And if not, like, um, for my upcoming solar return, we had to do, well, we, ha, 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 but Arik had to do a lot of calculating to find the perfect environment. Mm hmm even though the places that were offered, you know, they were nice places, but uh, some placement of my chart was undesirable for me personally, for somebody else, it might be great, but I didn't want it. And so we finally found something. Yeah. And so where the solar return and the environment works and where I can like let's just call it what it is like i go to the temple of the queen of light that's right uh-huh that's, that's in sicily if anybody wants to know which you yeah. will see on instagram probably anyway that's who you are mm -hmm. and so this is a really nice returning of home in mm -hmm. a way and yeah absolutely like i've had chart readings where it's like the congo would be good but there's just <laughs> no way that that person no. would would it would be good for them mm -hmm. so yeah it's we 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 worked to find this spot and this was really good yeah i think it's a really good thing and i mean it makes a difference totally because does. for example if you have like a judgment out on you you can change it you have to make the extra effort but you can change it mm -hmm. but you have to become aware of it and this happens also so many times and actually, I talked about this in the full moon workshop that uh, that's connected to networks and connection and thereby soulmates that the ego gets afraid. 
to hear about these things. Mm-hmm. And then it says, oh, that's the devil or like this is like heresy or whatever. And I can't even tell you when I tell people that I'm an astrologer, which I don't consider myself an astrologer, but I use astrology is like and professionally because mm-hmm. I do so many things like I'm first uh Digital entrepreneur. Digital entrepreneur. (laughs) Like, you know, that's basically what I do is like I bring wellness into the digital world Mm -hmm. and vice versa. I'll let you think about that. But when I tell people that I teach and practice astrology, they ask me if I'm atheist. Mm. And this for me was such um, like my jaw drops. Yeah. So I actually, I came up, I coined this new term called monothe- monotheistic astrology because I'm monotheistic. Mm. I believe in one God. You know, this is a born and raised Catholic. It went through all these different religions and it's been a really long journey. But like, I I really believe in one God. And this is, for me, astrology is the interpretation of time. Mm. Yeah, and to see what we need to work with within our charts like because you know we have the original sin and then we have our own personal sins and we we create all kinds of karma that then we have to clean up so when we're looking into a chart it's like that's what we need to work with and I can't even tell you how many times the ego is like I don't want to look at this I don't want to see what I have to possibly change or move or maneuver i think you know that like us meeting is a great example for that because you know obviously we're soulmates and uh, you know as often is with soulmates like they come from very different parts of the world and of course like if i wanted to meet you i had to do exactly what i did meaning i had a full life here in munich and friends and a wonderful job that i loved and like all of that and then i had to just give it all up and move to la because otherwise you know there would have been no way that we could meet each other and you think my ego liked that like knowing that we had to give up everything so no yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like i you saw always, this astrologically I a, or what? i always mm-hmm. had an astrologer since yeah. i can remember or since mm-hmm. i'm you know old enough to remember i mm-hmm. had a really great one catherine had nostradamus exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah so no mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and I could only say, you know, I mean, if I, <laughs> I have said this sometimes jokingly, but I really mean it. Like if I would be a queen, I would have my personal astrologer who would read my personal chart every morning. So this is really <laughs> funny because I talked about this also in the full moon workshop, which is available. Oh, my God. Hey, I haven't heard that, no. guys. You know that, right? I had a reading uh, the other day where the... This was a like just a reader of the mm-hmm. of the weekly horoscopes and forecasts, and uh, she wanted to. She loves them, mm-hmm. but she wanted to see how does it apply to her personally. Uh-huh. Okay, 
And I thought, yeah, this is exactly. I mean, because you, you have the universal and yeah. then influences, but then you have the personal influences. Yeah. Like it's always working on two realms with everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so she really wanted to see how it affects her personally. And and I can say that because this is totally anonymous, but she wasn't feeling well. Like she just woke up and she was totally nauseous. And I elaborate on this more and actually in the workshop. And so we looked at the chart and it was like totally made sense to her. And immediately she felt better. Nah. Yeah, I know. And this for me, is so surprising that I'm learning more and more really what astrological healing, monotheistic astrological Mm -hmm. healing is all about because it's that information that kind of reorganizes the energy flow of the body. Makes total sense to me because if we think about, you know, that it's basically in our physical body, the brain is in charge. Like the brain gives all the information to the different organs and everything. And then if the brain knows that ABC is going on, it can actually, yes, use this information to reorganize pathways yeah, in the body. 100%. Wow. See? And this was amazing Can because... Can I have you as my personal astrologer? So that's, I know you're so busy. That's actually what she said because I do have hmm. this yearly service where I can be retained. Like it's oh, a, it's a, a it's called the astro yeah it's called the astrological retainer and I mm. cannot take on too many it's like really it's mm. very like one at, not one at a time but a few at a time and I had an opening and so she totally retained me for a year oh to, wow and what I do is like I'm pretty I much, missed out I'm pretty well come on I mean you're always <laughs> you have the yeah, the I benefits know, I have, but it, I have soulmate override but it's basically like where I'm on call preparing the transits and basically doing these kinds of things all the time and preparing what is like solar returns, lunar returns, transits, everything, because we also have lunar returns every month. Oh, which is like solar return, but it's a, it's a smaller cycle. Yeah. They're really intense. So anyhow, I have a new anime coming up by the way, new manga, Mm -hmm. uh, going deeper into solar returns because I recently found out that people were misinterpreting uh, solar returns to I need to go somewhere sunny. Mm. And this like has to be totally corrected because I mean, there's all kinds of nonsense out there that's not monotheistic astrology. Mm. And so I had to clear this up and the manga is a really good way of showing that. Mm. So look out for that. will be posted on social media. But yeah, yeah, we have these lunar returns as well. And speaking of the moon, these different moon cycles, we have the full moon of connection, which is the full moon of soulmates, which I'm really excited about, particularly this year, because it's been one of my daunting tasks to share with everybody the gifts of each full moon. Hmm. Okay. And so I've been spending time to doing that and developing protocols to do that because every full moon has a special gift. So yes, it's a time of transformation, but each one has a really specific gift. So we had the last full moon was the full moon of healing. This is the full moon of connection. Also could be the full moon of soulmates. It's like a new uh, cycle for the human realm. Wow. So, and this is the connection. And I have a workshop on that, which you can totally sign up for. But I want to spend some time here just kind of like talking about for you what is 
connection, soulmate, what is that, what can we say here that is like important to mention, especially with this full moon energy that's available? Hmm. Well, for me, a soulmate is um, like parts of it. If you consider like the soul, like it's being this ball, I think Plato has said something like that, you know, where it's like this big ball, but then somehow it got shattered and there are like all these different sparks flying around. And then, you know, our um, purpose here on this, in this reality is to find these sparks and bring them together. Yeah, like the lovers. Yeah, and so I... Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I have defined for myself a soulmate or every connection with one of those lost sparks. That to me is a soulmate relationship. Now, the more sparks I have gathered like let's say through business relationships or friendships or also like love relationships, you know, like um, the, um, the, the pieces that I need to unite become bigger. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because let's say first, <clears throat> like I'm only a, a small spark and then I can gather many, many small sparks. But if I put them all together, at some point, you know, if I'm lucky, I'm a half. Mm -hmm. And then I have to find this other half. Mm -hmm. And that's like the last stage of soulmate that, you know, if people talk about soulmates, that's what they always talk about. Like this one thing that then that's really this one, one missing piece that um, you know, needs to be found. And um, mm. that is so unusual. You have to be whole before you, you can exactly. find your soulmate. And whole mm. means like to have your own perfect full half. Yeah. Before you can find this other half and attach to it and connect to it. Yeah. And so this, otherwise you're supplementing. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that will not it's work. It's a star mate. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this is my definition. Interesting. So, in my experience, soulmates. this excludes immediate family. Totally. Because I think, like, um, the immediate family is there to kind of help you to become whole. To resolve, like, past life karma immediately. At least this is how it was in my experience. And then you have, like, soulmates are outside of immediate family. I think you could be like, um, like you mentioned business partners and friends and stuff like this. Like if we say uh, soulmates are, there's different levels to soulmates, mm -hmm. you know, I think like maybe you could have a strong connection to uh, a neighbor or like a distant cousin or something like that. Uh, but I feel like the immediate family is like, maybe a little bit because you're you're born into it you're not like consciously choosing it so i feel like that's how it was in my experience mm. you know mm. 
because it was like totally abusive so it's like this idea that oh my god you know like this is what i'm born into and this is what i have to deal with and these are like my people this is like that was like shocking for me at one point mm. so i just want to share that with people so they don't think that they are you know trapped in a situation that isn't their destiny yeah i know to me like family has nothing to do with soulmates doesn't exclude them but not automatically include them like mm -hmm. not at all mm -hmm. um there have been cases where soulmates are born in the same family and they can't get together i believe that mm -hmm. i totally believe that but it like cancels it like yeah. you, there's something you have to learn something yeah you know yeah i mean it's very rare but it's it's happened yeah yeah no i mean like i said for me it's more like um the family is the clearest form of a karmic relationship that you can imagine because wow as you said that uh, you are not consciously choosing those connections i mean most people don't you no. know but mm -hmm. they are karmic winds like the patterns like draw them mm -hmm. into a certain womb yeah and there they are attracted to either the male part or the female part of you know the mm -hmm. if we say that it's just a package oh, okay. yeah if we say that the womb is like a vessel mm -hmm. could we then say thank you saya thank you saya if we then say that then like if we don't resolve kind of like these uh, patterns, like you said, then we would then be like replicating these patterns in our relationships. Yes. And so that's part of like what you were saying earlier about the, the soul, like the ball mm -hmm. is like we have to complete that half of ourselves before yeah. we can really unite with the other yang. Yes. The yin or the yang, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I think that's amazing, like the way that you described that. Mm -hmm. And so once that um, then karmic situation is resolved, then obviously it takes, <laughs> you know, uh, legally 18 years, you know, until you can really be on your own and do everything you need to do. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You mm -hmm. know, and then you can and should be leaving. Mm -hmm. Wow! You, know, you should yeah. have resolved those things by that time. Um, no, I understand. I totally agree, and I and I, I did that. I did that. You too. know, I did that, and so then just moving on from that, mm -hmm. like then what's the no? I know yeah. I have mm -hmm. to just say that mm -hmm. there are two different ways to do that, or probably more. But in our case, like how you did it. You really moved away and left it all behind. I renounced it. Yeah, you renounced mm -hmm. it. And for me, it's like I just moved away to be on my own. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I still have a relationship with my living parents and with my sister and everything. But it is totally different. It has nothing to do of um, uh, any form of dependency. Right. So then what's the purpose of a soulmate? <laughs> Obviously it's not dependency because I renounced and you moved on. Yeah. So well, 
Um, it's definitely not dependency. It's like, what is the purposes? Yes. It, uh, I know it's a packed com question. It completes you, but it completes you for one uh, purpose only, not so that you have like your personal gratification of it, but to complete a destiny or complete a mission with a greater goal. Like something that you know you cannot accomplish by yourself mm -hmm. and that is to the betterment, betterment of mankind mm -hmm. and that of course makes sense with this energy of uh, full moon of connection and networks because you need to work with people to do something greater than you could do just by yourself yeah, and um, so this is another thing, you know, that then people often misunderstand because then they think, oh, you know, like I am totally in love and it's uh, like, oh, so wonderful, my best relationship ever and so and this must be a soulmate. But, you know, if they're not working towards the same goal, it's really not. And then another sign in my personal experience of being a soulmate is <clears throat> it's exceedingly difficult people from media you know influences have these um romanticized ideas of soulmates and um it's really not like that at all because if you see you have like these two fully formed individuals that then should become one that uh, can get very like you need a lot of fire to melt these two pieces into one. Mm -hmm. And I dare to say that um, if you have not reached a certain level of completion within yourself, you're not going to make it. Yeah, that's what we said. I mean, we're not here to be in a comfort zone and that applies to everything. Yes. But it's like the reason we're supposed to be here. And this is a paradox. Yes. It's like that's the reason we're supposed to be here because it's like the most amazing experience that you could never Not explain. <laughs> like, you know how it's like I just can't eat pizza outside of Italy anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's cute. Oh. You know, it's like you only once you know yes. it, then you know it. Yeah, 100%. That's like how could you go back? I mean, unless you're like Cyphus in the Matrix and you want that steak really bad because you don't want to be free. Mm. Yeah, but in my reality, it's like you. there's nothing like once you have reached that space of connection, there is no way that you even want that steak so bad. No, because you're fulfilled. There is no steak, yeah. steak that you could want. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. The stakes are too high. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so this has been Arik and Aurelia, and you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. <laughs> and we hope you loved it. Yeah, please share with everyone and sign up for the full moon of Soulmates and Connection. You will love it. Okay, you guys, see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.